Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Pre-patch has arrived, bitches! I'm Slide Whistle. I am Immunization. And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and a Horde Punching Bag. This pre-patch is so exciting, despite it just being me running in and out of the barbershop 25 times <laughs> to change my look. I mean, I feel like that's a very noteworthy thing, because for a lot of the different races, there is a whole lot of fun customization to do, but I kind of feel like Dre and I might not be one of them, and that's okay. You know, I, other Draenei's in the guild were actually kind of excited. I saw Ash talking about his male Draenei and what he could do. Lin was happy about the tail customization that you made fun of. Yeah, so it looks like that you're the bad guy, Immune. Why do you hate other people's fun, huh? Well, to be honest, guys, I'm just really salty that I can't change my eye colors like you guys can. <laughs> Listen... Aaron's home was destroyed twice. My home was destroyed once. They needed to give us something. Excuse me, I flew across the universe on a spaceship to flee from my home. We just spent all last expansion flying around on your spaceship. And we've gone back and saved your hometown. When are we going to get 10.3? Let's put out some of the fires at Gilneas. Those fires are still burning They're to this still day. Burning. Send They're, somebody out. They threw my mom on a funeral pyre like last week. Come on, guys, let's get it together. Let's fix this. But I feel like people would still rather go there than to the Exodar, so you guys have that oh, going for uh, you. Of course, of course. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That's true. The biggest tragedy of all is you having that as your capital city. It is honestly weird that you can't customize your eyes, like there's nothing in the lore that says only Worgen or Night Elves can have one colored eye and one dead eye. Why can't everybody have that? I mean, humans can too, but humans can get everything. Do you think yeah, it's because there is an entire allied race, which is essentially just drain eye, but their skin is white and their eyes are yellow? So they're like, we can't allow you to have white skin and yellow eyes. That's a whole kind of person. Maybe, but they also have like customizations of like runes and tattoos that make them light forge mm -hmm. but you can also turn them off and then they just look like a normal drain eye so i don't know that's kind of weird i mean it's funny because we literally sat here on the podcast and we've talked about all these customizations multiple times and yet when i still logged in i was like whoa what's this whoa i never seen that before and i'm like how what i did i'm pretty sure i did right like we, we <laughs> talked about all of them i was stunned when i went in wigglestein and i saw you can make him black I was like, what? A black gnome? It's crazy because like even Exile's Reach, like the main the main captain there that you talked to is black. And it was just I was like, how have we not had a black Stormwind Guard before? Like there's just like it's so simple and yet finally we have it and it's like we should have always had this. Yeah, and it just makes me happy that I see all these people posting on Twitter and Reddit about how they can finally make their character look like them in real life and you know that's always a good thing yeah that's fucking great and then i was sitting in the barber shop and i was like okay i'm a night elf i'm not gonna use these leaves these leaves don't look very good and literally by the end of my 18 swaps i was like i'm putting on these fucking leaves they look fucking fresh <laughs> you and every other night elf 
Yeah, every single night up I've come across, we've stopped and stared at each other, and we're just, our faces are just bushes. Like, there's vines everywhere. I will say the night elves look great. Of all the worgen that I've run into, I'm the only one who has traded in her eyeballs for orbs. Everyone is just like, wow, we got bigger, brighter, bluer eyes. That's for me. And I was like, come on, guys. Let's throw them away. They can finally be like bright green, for gosh sake. I fucking said, Barbara, take out one of my eyeballs. And he fucking pulled out a spoon and just <laughs> popped one right out of its socket. He just took a knife this and just man. F- fucked up <laughs> your, your cornea. I know that there's so many memes about, like, barbershops being, like, full-on surgeons now, but imagine the supplies he has to keep laying around. Like, he has to have, like, a bushel of leaves for the night elves. He has to have, like, eye extractors and hair dye and just so much shit. He also has to be able to perform sex changes. I was about to say, he has the entire medical facility needed for a instant sex change. Which... Man, that change is so fantastic that I can literally make my druid a guy if I want to. Like, I can't believe that this is behind a paywall for how long? Like, 15 years or whatever? Yeah, I, uh, very briefly, I posted on Twitter that I became dude brosation for a little bit as a joke. But, like, he kind of, he kind of hot. He can get it. <laughs> Growlinor cannot get it. He is, he's too hunchy. It, I did it immediately, <laughs> and then I felt so gross. I was like, I, I gotta get you out of here. Growlinor. So I guess, well, let's just, let's, let's read this review really quick, because with the review comes a shot, and then we can get no fucked up and talk about all this pre-patch goodness. Yeah, um, this review must have just been posted, like, right before we started recording, because this was not here earlier today, but I'm glad it's here, because that means we get to take another shot, boys. Woo! And this review is from Plaguey Boy, and it's a five-star review, and it says, I find this of middling difficulty to masturbate to. Five stars because I never have to worry about when my water is going to be refilled. Also, because the mental image of Rastakhan eating ass will always make me laugh. You're creating a true majest- majestic <laughs> art here. I do appreciate that it is only of middling difficulty, which means... Plaguey Boy is able to squeeze some out every so often. There are episodes that uh, that meet his needs. I mean, and that, that's what we've always been going for, right? Epi- some episodes you can mildly masturbate to. Absolutely. It's our new tagline for the upcoming season. In, in usually in post-production meetings, we like to reflect on the energy and talk about, yeah, after that top toot there, I'm sure they would have uh, splooged. Like, wow, that was a great <laughs> sesh. I'm, I'm sure they'll be coming by minute 48. <laughs> but cheers to this review, boys. Woo. Cheers to Plaguey Boy. <sighs> Lovely. <laughs> Smooth like butter. Thick, thick butter. Just okay. very buttery. Oh, my God. Mm. Um, You're really having a journey I- over there. Well, I was <laughs> I was trying I was gonna be like, what are we going next? But man, this is every every single WoW personality in the world, every streamer, every other podcaster got a fucking Blue Yeti World of Warcraft microphone, and I'm so fucking jealous because where's my email, Blue Yeti? As a Blue Yeti supporter for years, I should have gotten a free World of Warcraft microphone. Every other podcaster or streamer also got beta access, and here we are. 
So I got jealous, so I bought it. So it's coming here. <laughs> they didn't give it to me for free, so I paid them for it. So what is the first voice effect that you will be using on the podcast? I will exclusively only talk in the gnome voice effect because this thing comes with fucking... See, now now it's like an, I'm, I'm giving them a free ad read. This is bullshit. But it literally has four voice effects on it. Wait, which I think so four is being The generous. voice effects are just like the races kind of but no so there's four voice effects it's built into the microphone and it's fucking one of them is a gnome one of them is an orc okay one of them is a demon and i'm like there's a lot of demons so like are you going for like fell lords and then the other one is an imp and an imp is just a gnome and a demon combined so i'm like is it really four or is it three and a half i But the most important part is that it also comes with a little soundboard with, with hundreds of World of Warcraft noises. You know I'm going to be hitting all these fucking buttons during the podcast <laughs> so that I can do it efficiently and I can do it cleanly. So fucking prepare yourselves for, I don't know when it's going to get here. It should be here sometime within the next month or two. We're just going to be telling a story like, so yeah, I was going out. <laughs> uh, sorry, just uh, wanted to throw some fireballs in the middle of that one the the video showed a guy pressing the murloc button and dying of laughter and, and that literally was like i'm gonna buy this now because i want to do that i want to press the murloc button their advertisement was also just very very extra but it's also kind of what sold you on it wasn't it speaking of it very stupid. very extra and wow accoutrement will the two of you be shelling out literally one thousand dollars to get big blue alliance gaming chairs Okay, so it's not a thousand; it's five hundred and forty dollars. But I, I know you got to get two. That is a pretty nice looking chair. The back's pretty cool, but I don't think I could justify spending literally like rent <laughs> on a chair. Yeah, Cubbybub showed me that. She was like, "Are you?" I think she specifically said, "Is Slide Whistle pre-ordered this yet?" And then I looked at the article and saw it was five hundred dollars, and I said, "God, I hope not." He was considering <laughs> it though. He literally was. I was like, Immune, tell me good things about getting a new chair. I was like, if I get a chair, then I can give you my old chair, and we can throw your ratty-ass chair out of here, and then we everybody wins. It's great. He's been trying to get me to get a new chair for a long time now. So, like, if anyone needs this new chair, it's me, but I'm not spending $600 on a chair. But if I spend the money, you can have my chair, and then I get a chair, then you get a chair. It's great. See, I tried this and he shot it down. I was hoping for encouragement, so then I then I could buy it, but it's so much fucking money. I feel like we would have to put a little thing at the front of every episode, like, this episode was recorded in an Alliance Rollin' Rocka chair, just to really make sure everyone <laughs> knows that we have an overpriced chair. Well, the thing is, if if the chair isn't limited edition... If that chair is gonna be around for a while, I might end up with it eventually. You're gonna start. You're gonna start putting some pennies. <laughs> Every paycheck, I put five dollars in, and then a year from now, I'm gonna fucking blow it on a big goofy chair. Did you see the back of the chair? The back of the chair looks sick. It looks amazing. The part of the chair that I'll never see when I'm sitting in it, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> He also entered every contest that he could find online to get a free one. Okay, the contests are also bullshit. The prizes are like 
the week one, you get a lanyard. And it's like, I don't want a lanyard. I want a fucking chair. And it's like, week two, you can get a lanyard and maybe you'll get a coupon for a chair. And I'm like, if it's half off, I'll buy the chair. And now it's half off. Week three is, there will be two grand prize winners, one on each side to get the chair. And I'm like, fuck you guys. This is horseshit. But I entered it because I want this fucking chair still. I just got a lot of blue paint and I'm just going to spray paint Ooh. mine. Okay, we should talk about pre-patch. Pre-patch. Where do we want to start, guys? Um, so it's weird because we simultaneously, I feel like I have, we have a lot to do in pre-patch, but then we also don't have that much to do in pre-patch because of, we don't have the Scourge event yet. You know what I mean? Oh, freeze. Fuck all of this. Throw it all away. We're going to fucking talk about the cinematic. So spoiler alert, everybody. Spoiler alert. So I don't know, fast forward 10 minutes or so, if you don't want to hear this, but that's a two-minute video that we saw, and it's kind of cuckoo. Now, this is the one that begins with Bolvar being dragged into his ziggurat, correct? Yeah, he's being rescued by, I believe, just two unnamed of his Death Knight uh, followers. Those, that is actually, uh, uh, what's-her-face, White Mane, and my favorite orc, Nazgrim the Banana Slipper. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm actually pretty insulted here that you don't recognize two of the four new horsemen. Thank you very much. Well, I will say, to me, all Death Knights minus Alan are unnamed. So, it's... It's, it's funny, see, the beginning of the cinematic, watching these two horsemen that I personally helped raise, like, a month ago, I was like, am I fucking up? Should I start this expansion as Alan? Should I start it as my Death Knight? The man, I literally started to main him as my DK because we're going to the Shadowlands. And I'm like, if I can help Daddy Bolvar, like, we literally flew our order hall to him. We flew it over Ice Crown to pick him up. And I'm like, oh, what do I do? I mean, you've been saying this since the beginning that, like, this expansion makes a whole lot of sense to play a Death Knight as. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've kind of got the Honkometer has kind of moved a little bit. It's shifted to be, like, uh, question mark, question mark, Druid or Death Knight. I don't know. We'll see. I'd hate but, to be Wild yeah, Seed so, when she got that email that that was data mine and she was like, no, no, no. <laughs> My job security. <laughs> Basically, one of them's coming as a main. The other's coming as an alt. That's for sure happening. And I can switch them whenever I want. But yeah, so he gets he gets dragged in by uh, Sally and Nazgrim, and he's like, oh, we gotta stop her, Sylvanas, because she's gonna bring vengeance to everybody. And it's like, yeah, we know. We, we fucking do this like eight times now. We, we, we know the score. It's kind of what she does. And he's also just really vague about all of it. He's like, now that she done and did the thing, she'll be back to do another thing. This thing will be the end of things. Yeah, it honestly was kind of annoying how, how like, classic NPC he was being. Like, oh, we were all doomed for this reason. So then as he was giving his very uh, vague monologue, it just panned across Azeroth to all the different faction leaders. And they are just, like, looking up at the sky, and then it's like, ooh, you got a big storm coming. <laughs> Honey, you got a big storm coming. Does silent karate. <laughs> I don't have friends. They disappoint me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's Anduin after this cinematic, right? Ah, <laughs> oh, 
That one hurt me so much. Yeah, so, so okay, so basically Sylvanas' weird, uh, nasty storm is raging over literally every enemy she's made, a.k.a. every single person in the Warcraft universe. Besides Nathanos, I guess? Like, it, like it's literally, it's over Thunderbluff, it's over Stormwind, like, it's over, t- it's over wherever the fuck Taronda is. Where was Taronda? She was and, at Hygel. Um, was that, was that Hygel? Yeah, she was at, uh, not Teldrassil, what is the other one? Uh, the so other. Teldrassil, it's not Nordrassil, Nordrassil is in North think... Friend. I, so, well, she was at the big world tree that is in Hyjal. I'll take a jab at myself, and she was by unnamed tree. I actually, it actually is Nordrasil. Nordrasil is the one in Hyjal. It means crown of the heavens. See, I knew that my first guess, I was just playing coy, so you guys could, uh, Yeah, Master master Druid over here didn't know one of the two <laughs> trees. <laughs> there's a lot more than two. To you. Yeah, now there's only one. But anyways, it's uh, kind of panning across all these world leaders, and then it stops on Anduin and Gen, and they were just in the park, like, what were they doing by, like, his dad's casket? I don't know, but... Well, well he was, Anduin was basically going to Varian's, uh, I mean, I guess it's his corpse. I was gonna say, yeah, he was going to Varian's corpse, so he could, like, basically be like, Father, what do I do with this, this, and that? And then he fucking gets snatched up from the sky. This park is cursed. Never be in the park after midnight, I swear <laughs> to God. Shit happens. Oh, man, this was, like, daytime. Never be in the park ever. After midnight is literally technically every time. Don't go there. That's true. It's every time besides specifically midnight. <laughs> so the big, the big spooky cloud approaches the park and then from out of it shoots out two tainted Valkyr and they just put my boy in chains. He's the opposite and of falling. He's ascending he's... in chains. <laughs> <laughs> and the most the most painful part of it is my boy Gen Greymane does nothing. Uh, he he just kind of stares for a little bit. He roar- okay. First of all, he roars at the sky. But also, what do you think? What 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 is he gonna do? I mean, I guess he could get on a flying mount and fly up to the Valkyr. Also, just he himself, he has pretty like mad hops. We've seen it before. He didn't even turn okay. into the wolf. He was just like, "This is an old man one." I mean, I guess to be fair, very rarely in Warcraft history has somebody been yanked out of the sky had they been yoinky yoinkied by two Valkyr with chains. But I feel like Anduin has a, like a litany of spells he could have casted on these chains. He was just like, no. Yeah, just add it to the tally of uh, things that priests are able to be ashamed of. I would have loved to see them grab Bane, because it would just been really funny to see this big Torrin get lifted up by, like, two chains by two Valkyrie into the sky. Oh, oh, like, it's, it, it's tough for them to lift him up, so he's like, please, Mela, save me. <laughs> I don't know what two to chains. do. I'm only, like, two feet off the ground. Help me. Do something. Have you seen my lost dog? No! <laughs> Hashtag eat moozy. So then does it just end with uh, Gen yelling in the sky? 
Which which I love because I, I kind of feel like the cinematic was kind of just like classic, oh, she's coming, oh, she wants revenge, blah, 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 blah. But then seeing, like, seeing Anduin get picked up by the Valkyrie, that was, like, we, we both were like, what? Like, we sat up, like, are you kidding me? Like, this is how it's going to be done? Yeah, like, we knew, we've talked about it on this podcast probably like 20 episodes ago now that he was captured, but we never didn't know how. The same with all of these leaders. We didn't know how this happened, so like this is the mm-hmm. first time we've actually seen it. And then the the whole thing ends with just Bolvar looking at the camera and delivering some sort of platitude. Like it's like she's got the power to end us all. Brumf Shadowlands. So there was that little two-minute cinematic that we somehow spoke about for probably five times its length. Okay, so this is insane. People have been getting their Shadowlands Collector's Edition sent to them. And in this edition is a book, right? It's a small art book that gives you like some lore about Shadowlands. We fucking learn, more spoilers, about basically how evil Sylvanas exactly is from this fucking book. Yeah, so before on this podcast, I remember us talking about when she made a deal with the Jailer for the first time, and we kind of were like, was it when she was, when she first died? When she first, like, was yeeted off Ice Crown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so remember, she, her first death was her literally yeeting herself off of Ice Crown Citadel onto Sarah Knight below, because Arthas has finally defeated Sorry, her second death, because she was her. killed first by Arthas. <laughs> well, and also, I don't know if that's second or third, because in the Forsaken campaign, uh, she just gets blown up by a shotgun. She's died too many fucking times. That might be after this, though. So that might be three. During the, her death, when she was like, I'm dead, I want to die, she threw herself off the edge, and she basically saw what like the Shadowlands was and what like death was and it before it quote unquote scared her and returned her but this book basically confirms that no it didn't scare her when she died her death from eating herself off the cliff she met the fucking jailer and brokered this whole deal basically yeah so her deal that she made back in wrath with the jailer was that she would Basically, go and take the the helm off of Bolvar, right? Well, this is what Wahid says first. We learn that Sylvanas' return to Azeroth, armed with Valkyr, was done with the sole purpose to take Bolvar's crown, the Helm of Domination. Uh, and then the book says, He would send those Valkyr to serve as her tethers to mortality, a pact needed to be made. Only then could she return beyond the Veil. Only then will the Banshee Queen claim the crown of the False King. So this is also implying that the Jailer believes that Bolvar is the False King of Death and that the Jailer is the real king? It seems like when Bolvar put on the helm, it basically, because Bolvar is such a great guy, because he's an alliance, he decided to fend off any wrongdoing, because the book says, The Veil Between Realms Wanes. The Helm of Domination was crafted to be our way forward. Instead, the one seared by the flames of life 
uses it to keep us at bay. So basically, this helm is like the Sargeras keystone that Illidan had in Legion, except it's the Shadowland, a quote-unquote keystone. But Bovar wielded it the other direction to stop them. So literally, they've been trying to get this helm back for, I don't know, how long was ICC? 10 years ago? 12 years ago? And so it's crazy that she needed to do all this fucking training to basically beat up Bolar. <laughs> Yeah, so basically what she had to do was she was like, how many expansions in this? Is this one, two, three, four, five? She's like, I'm going to wait like five or six expansions. Then I'll come back. And, you know, by that point, I'll be way geared enough. I can just solo Bolvar. And that's basically what she did. (laughs) Yeah, thinking of it now, it's not like she got a bunch of fancy artifacts in other expansions. She just got Jailer powers. So I didn't know if it was like, you must take his helm. And she's like, I can do this. And then 10 years later, he's like, how's that helmet hunt going? And she's like, mm, still drawing a blank. And it's like, okay, well, here's my powers. Sorry I didn't give these to you in the first place. Thanks, Daddy. I mean, I guess last expansion may have been the first time she tried something when she tried to like go down to Helia and be able to make more Valkyr. I don't know if that's unrelated, but like maybe that was just trying to be her increasing her eye level a little bit to take to make her fight with Bolvar a little easier. It would make me sad if that turned out to be like, oh no, it's part of my big galaxy brain plan. Because I like it where she was just scared of dying and then we took away all of her things and she's like, oh poopy, now I don't want to die for real. I agree. I really hope that this whole story is just Sylvanas being evil from the get-go, and that it's like, I'm going to use 10 years to stop the bad guys in the future. Because now we have some Nazoth whispers in the comments posted by Shikiz, which I love because they fucking relate so well to this. The fall of night reveals her true face. She will only bring ruin. The veil wanes. His crown will open the way. When the arrow finds its mark, the last fetter will fall away. Nazoth, basically, Daddy Nazoth, was telling us legitimately about this cinematic happening in Shadowlands. Nazoth is like, I've seen the cinematic. There's no way that Sylvanas could be like, from the edge of night, back in Wrath, he'd be like, I'm going to fake die, and I'm going to beat the Jailer by winning his Valkyrie. She she needs to be a raid boss. We have to kill her. How sick would that be? I don't see how she could have, like, a face turn. Literally every expansion, she just somehow becomes more and more evil. So, like, I feel like it just ends eventually with her being a raid boss, right? It, when- it has to be, because even when she becomes war chief, now that we know she was working with basically the jailer since Wrath, she knew from the get-go who the fuck made her a war chief. She had to have known. There's no way she didn't know. I wonder what the supporters, will there be any sort of that? Or did they realize that that was a big plot hole and they were like, okay, just if you like Sylvanas before, now you don't. You for some reason, did not expect this vile, evil person to be that evil. You know, good and well, there's going to be some nasty hordies who are like, Sylvanas is my queen always to the death. She's never done anything wrong, and Blizzard ruined her by writing her evil. Mm-hmm. Bitch, she's always been evil. What are you, what are you smoking over there? Because pass I'm, some of that to me. 
I'm tired of the Horde being evil. The megalomaniac monster people are just misunderstood, okay? <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna get their good arc in 2040. They didn't mean to invade Azeroth. They just drank some demon blood and were tricked. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Well, we were put into internment camps because you were fucking bloodthirsty demon blood drinkers from another planet. All I'm saying is that we, our town, got attacked and we were sad. So we kidnapped a god to teach it light ma- or to have it teach us light magic. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Remember Toraho. That's why we do death magic now. Got him. Yeah, fucking, you guys can't even come back from that. We've never done anything bad. Sweeps all of but, the bad stuff away. But, 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 but Stormwind Royals didn't pay their mason workers back in 2004. Which they did, but the Van Cleef stole the money. So nice try. I will never fucking forget when Gen Greymane was rude. In 2000, he fought, he fought Sylvanas during an amnesty. Can you believe it? Oh, you mean he fought the lady who literally made an agreement with a death god <laughs> like 10 years ago? <laughs> Fuck you. Come on, immune. Are, are you going to cherry pick? Come on. Come on. Cherry Throw pick things shot. to, to make fun shot. of them. I mean, they're just gross. They probably smell oh. bad. And they live in mud pits. You've seen Ogremar. <laughs> Get him. Also, God, their porter room just sucks. It's valley so of strength? More like Valley of Stank, am I right? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Speaking of portal rooms, did yes. you guys see that the Oh, I assume the Horde one did too, but the Alliance one in the Mage Shower got updated. I actually didn't. Okay, so Slide and I were thought we were like tripping balls or something because we went in there the other day and there were two empty slots right in front of the Boralus portal and we're like well one of them is decorated in like Oribos theme and we're like okay obviously this is going to be where a portal to the main hub of Shadowlands is going to be and then across from it is just an empty one and we're like wait what two portals did they get rid of we were very confused because like with these two empty slots it's even on both sides so then we're like, wait, did they just extend the portal room? And we just never noticed that somehow this entire time it's been lopsided. Like there's been five portals on one side and less on the other side. Hmm. But apparently it's just always been lopsided and we somehow didn't notice, which props to the fucking visual team for tricking me into not noticing the <laughs> uneven portal balance. Because they just literally like threw back the wall and made it longer for portals. Do you think they're going to add an extra place you can go in Shadowlands other than Oribos? Or are they just going to keep it clear for when we go to like the sound realm? So, that, so that's been a hot debate. People have been questioning whether the Maw is like the end game zone. Because the Maw right now seems very, is very hostile. It also seems very uninhabited and kind of unfinished so no one's sure like how wind will gain access to the mall which i could see it being an end game zone with torgas being there but i also wouldn't be surprised to like go to another realm at this point or go to another planet because we that's what seems to be the theme we go into like some random new spots like what we had argus and legion we had 
was it just Nagitar and Mechagon in this one? Was that our endgame zones, technically? Yeah, but we never got a portal to Mechagon, and the Nagitar portal was in Boralus, so I don't know what they'll do with that. Maybe they'll add the Nagitar portal there? I don't That doesn't really make sense. It's also possible they may do an, uh, an old world revamp. So you know how we had Karazhan and Legion again? It's possible that there might be another zone, like Silithus, or like Old Doom, or Pandaria that we're going back into. Which, that'd be fucking cool, because I don't know, why not? I feel like they should have a Stormwind portal there. It just puts you back in the center of the room. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a long walk. Sometimes you walk over to the portals and you're like, wow, I'm on the wrong side. I wanted to go to the other ones. And then there will be a Stormwind portal there, and it just puts you back in the middle. Perfect, honestly. Flawless. I would love that. Also, another spoiler from the fucking book that I don't have yet. Fuck you, Fanatics Gear Store. Uh, I guess we have confirmation that Ardenweald and the Emerald Dream are opposite blooms of the same tree. So that's fucking interesting. They're both growing out of the bottom of their roots. That's pretty hot. Like I don't physically? know what that means, but I'll just nod for a second, I guess. If if we dig down in the ground in these places, like they're inside a literal tree. <laughs> I mean, I I guess. Why not? Let's fucking try it. Let's fucking dig to Ardenweald from Emerald Dream. No one's tried yet, right? No one's tried to do archaeology in there. Don't get me fucking started on archaeology. God fucking damn it. <laughs> well, if there's nothing else in this lore book to talk about, I feel like it's about time for us to head on over into Immunization's wonderful hot rod uh, game challenge. Whoa! <laughs> you were okay. really sitting, really getting ready for that one. Yeah, geez. Yeah, so uh, I yoinky yoinkied y'all's games, but this time we're doing it with wands. Everyone's favorite fucking transmogrification item. Oh boy! Wait, I'm I'm actually gonna get a shot here. Ah! This is me marking where I'm getting a shot really quick to get a drink. That frightened me. It frightened me too when I saw him prepare to do it and do it. I guess in this time I'll go and top off my drink too. BRB. Two hours later. I have returned to my seat of power, where I sit and await my $500 chair to be given to me for free by the internet. You heard it here, everyone. That's our next Patreon goal. We need you to send us $500 so we could buy a chair that's blue. Yeah, baby. Blue chair. Are you boys ready for this week's of game? Course. I've memorized every yeah. wand ever. I mean, I know we all love wands. So here we go. Let's just dive right on into round one. I'm going to give you guys three wand names. One of them is an imposter. We have A, the soul splinter. B, wand of the forgotten soul. Or C, Sister Martha's Soul Stealer. Okay, wait, what's 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 one and two again? A is Soul Splinter, and B is Wand of the Forgotten Soul. I gotta go Wand of the Forgotten Soul. 
Wait, and then what's the third one again? C is Sister Martha's Soul Stealer. Am I being tricked here? Because my gut says it's C, but I are you just making up a really good lie? I'm gonna go with C, Sister Martha's Soul Stealer. The imposter, actually, Aaron got it. It's Wanda the Forgotten Soul. This is just a sick common name. How how is how is it not a wand yet, Blizzard? I don't know. I was just kind of going for a soul theme on that one. But here we go. Round two. We have A, Wand of the Celestials. B, Trail of Embers. C, Hungermouth Wand. I'm going to go Wand of the Celestials on that one. Can I get A again so I can get it wrong? A is Wand of the Celestials. Oh, fuck. It's C. C's the C's the imposter. So again, Aaron must really know his wands because the <laughs> imposter is Wand of the Celestials. I can tell you what, what Hungry Mouth Wand looks like, and it is exactly, it's like a little like skeletal creature mouth. It's awful. This is so, I'm so mad. Fuck this, fuck wands. No, seriously, it says everyone ever. But here we go. Round three, Aaron is up two to zero. We have A, Wand of Zealous Purification. B, Wand of the Faithful. Or C, Wand of Prismatic Focus. I'm going to say Wand of the Faithful on that one. Okay, I'm going to go with C, Wand of Prismatic Focus. That one can't be real. That's an item that you use to stop appearances of people. Well, damn. Aaron is 3-0 and right now. <laughs> Just call me Aaron Wandman last name. <laughs> the man who had a wand segment on this podcast fucking knows his wands. Who's surprised? Well, I guess we'll do round four for shits and gigs here. We have... <laughs> A, water waterkeeper's wand. B, fire wand. Or C, earth mother's rod. I don't want to play. I don't want to get four owed in the wand game. I think it's can fire you, wand. Wait, can you can you read them again? We have A, waterkeeper's wand. B, fire wand. Or C, earth mother's rod. Okay, so do I guess one of the other wands, or do I guess the same one he guessed? So I get a point. Ugh. God, Firewand is my guess. I'm going to go with his pick. I'm so sorry, Slide. This no! is the first one that Aaron got wrong. <laughs> the imposter is actually Earth Mother's Rod. Ah, oh, I thought for God. sure that was one you got in like the stone core, the stone deep. God, I, I feel like your fake ones were too good. I didn't like that. But apparently Aaron knew, so fuck. <laughs> Aaron has just studied for years. I've looked at these stupid wands, dreaming, <laughs> wishing to have anything else. Just if, if the first drop in Shadowlands isn't a staff, I'm going to scream. <laughs> so Slide has just left the room to go and pour his shot. If anything, you've proven that you're going to get a wand as your very first fucking drop because you're the wand master Apparently now. so. I'm Aaron Wandman master last name. I'm taking my fucking shot because apparently I don't know wands. And honestly, I'm proud of that. I'm not a wand man. And I'm, and I'm okay with that. 
Yeah, I have a pit deep in my stomach that comes from knowing even three wand names. Oh, wow, I did it. Um, Aaron, are you aware that there is a portal to Pandaria in Old Doom? No, because I've never had to use it. I just want to say, Slide and I found this when we were, for some reason, gearing up our rogues, like, the night before pre-patch. I don't know why. Like, it was probably a dumb idea, but... We discovered that there was a portal in Old Doom that takes you to Pandaria. And I know that, even at least personally, I've been upset on this podcast about the fact that it's annoying to get between uh, Pandaria and Old Doom, which are like, you know, the two mm-hmm. endgame contents yeah, right imagine. now. It, it just doesn't make sense that, like, they purposely make it so difficult to get between the two. But apparently there's been a portal this whole time. But we did not see a portal from Pandaria back to Old Doom. As far as we could tell. Unless it is very much possible that they only have that portal there for you to get to Pandaria quickly for doing your cloak quest. It's possible. We actually haven't checked on our mains yet. So that is a possibility. And maybe I'll check right now. (laughs) Don't do it. Well, now that we are severely into the podcast, I think now is the appropriate time to talk about what we did in a while this week, which also kind of overlaps in what we've been thinking of pre-patch so far. Aaron, what do you do in WoW this week, slash what are your thoughts on pre-patch so far? This week in the world of Warcraft, I just sort of got things ready, put together outfits that I was going to want to wear for pre-patch, officially changed my eyeballs They are now blood red, and I am a darker fur color because I wanted to be spooky. You scared the fuck out of me. I thought you purged your eye and it's off. I'm like, already? No, no, I'll never get rid of it. I'll just hope and pray that Shadowlands doesn't include areas where it shows up. Yeah, I I know that on pre-patch day... Kata roasted me in chat because I said I still had it on. I'm like, oh, I'm a woman of faith, man. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. When did that happen? It did. I was there. I was complaining about how the Eye of Nazoth covers up like the one, okay, one of the two jewel pieces that you get as a drain eye. Like you have a circlet on your forehead and it covers it up. And then she's like, why don't you just purge it? She would fucking say that. Also, I and mean, those herons we did in WoW, I have confirmation. The portal to Pandaria is not here on mains. Thank fucking God. Mm. It's only here briefly on people starting it. Anyway. Okay, sorry to hijack your thing to complain no, about uh, my circlet being covered. But but yes, I have fully changed myself. I've got my Shadowlands look. And on recommendation from you guys... I ran through the, is it Exile's Rise? Is that what the... Exile's Exiles Reach. Exile's Reach. I ran through that on a new dwarf. Uh, well, he's not new, I guess, because it is the return of Gumbuno, who was slain <gasps> during our Iron Man challenge, but he's back as a uh, tank paladin. And I ran through that, and it was a lot of fun. That is a really cool way to get people leveled to 10 and, like, introduce them to all the important things. 
Yeah, I was watching Slide do it, and I was just so mind blown at seeing it. And for one of the first things I thought I was like, I kind of feel bad that like Camille started playing like a yeah, few she weeks literally, ago, as she opposed literally to like just now. missed it. <laughs> I I agree. So I think we might give Exiles Reach a whole ass segment next week. I wanted to do it this week, but we talked about so much other shit that I don't know if we had time. But I love Exiles Reach. It's such a good new player introduction. Mm-hmm. And I just want to play through it. I need to make another character just to play through it, just because the story looked fun, too. But other than that, it was just patch day was just a lot, a lot of going and changing hair and eyeball options. I just went down the list and got new dues for everyone. Wigglestein has his big, gross, pointy beard now. I love it. Bert, slide whistle. What did you do this week in Warcraft? World of. I fucking, I fucking did so much. Yeah, I also, I also played Warcraft Three. I played Warcraft Reloaded. Did Wait, you? You called? played the the new Doodoo one? It's remastered. Yeah, I woke up from like a nap or something, and Slide told me this, and I was like, "Am I still dreaming? You did what?" <laughs> I mean, I've I've only vaguely played Warcraft Three, so it was actually it was fun, like seeing nasty Thrall and nasty um Gramash and Vol'jin's daddies there, and it's like, okay, this is weird, but I, it was literally for like an hour, and I was like, I'm kind of bored next, but um, <laughs> anyway, I did a lot. I obviously customized all my characters. I cleaned out so much bag space on five characters because every character's bag is a mess. And I'm like, any one of you could be an alt or a main at any minute. So I'm going to get you all set up just in case. Um, So there's a new brawl up this week, which, or it's not new, but it's similar brawl. It's a brawl that is the cooking impossible where you have to bring in vegetables to your, like your little like vat of your, your cauldron of food. And it was great because the horde side map was bugged and they couldn't grab their vegetables. So we creamed them 30 to one. Somehow one of them managed to grab a vegetable and put it in the pot. <laughs> Did they like steal one of yours somehow? They must have that. How do you what happened? Because whenever we entered the their side of the map, we disconnected and we had to reload the game, but it was great because it was post corruption. So everyone's on a more even playing field. It's funny. I, I feel like in every battleground, Alliance are on alts and Horde are on their mains. So before this, we would just get stomped by horrible corruption and horrible health scaling. But now battlegrounds feel a little more evened out because, you know, there's not much, there's not much stacking happening with corruption. Um, so that was awesome. I also realized I wanted to be a mentor to new players because you can mentor players who are level 1 to 20, but you can only do this if you meet a list of requirements. And this list of requirements consists of having three uh, three characters at max level. You need to have completed some sort of finishing rep zone, I believe, in BFA. Whether it be like, uh, I don't know, the Mechagon or something. It was something stupid that I had done. But the last requirement was you needed to have the achievement for 3,000 quests. And I don't have that achievement because I switched my characters so much. Not one of them, not one of them has obtained 3,000 quests. My mage has 2,800 quests. My death knight has 2,100 quests. All my characters basically have two 
thousand plus quests, but not one of them has reached three thousand. Whereas fucking immune over here, and probably you, Aaron. Oh, I was about to say I have five thousand. I'm sure having done all of the quests for like nine expansions. Oh yeah, because you basically did all of Loremaster on Growing yes. right? Yeah. Oh yeah, you can for sure do it. Go to the embassy. If if you go to the embassy, you can answer new players' questions. So it's kind of a chore. Yeah, I flew in there after Slide told me he wasn't able to, and I just quickly like pressed a few buttons, and you know I am now guide immunization. <laughs> Fuck you. I want to be guide so bad. So now I'm <laughs> I'm using my mage, and I'm like, we only have to get 135 more quests, and then we too can be a guide. <laughs> so now I'm literally, I'm literally farming world quests and I'm farming like regular quests to get 3,000 on this man, on one character. Like, I must have 10,000 quests across all my characters, but I play so fucking many, they're all spread out. I've also realized I've made a grave mistake in my uh, achievement hunting list, and I should have been doing Legion Archaeology this whole time. But now, as of, what, fucking the week of October 12th, I have now hopped into doing my Legion Archaeology, which requires me to get eight different archaeology fixes uh, repaired. But these bitches only spawn every two weeks. Which means that by the time I finish this, it will be December 4th? December 11th? Because to do this... The whole reason I'm doing this is because my druid... I made my druid look like a feral woman who's a crazy cat lady collector. And I want to match her cat form and her bear form to be like her like regular form. But the best cat form, which matches her, her transmog completely, is locked under an archaeology achievement. So now I have to do this shit now which i could have started it literally like two months ago and i'm doing it now like an idiot and you said when you were telling me about it that it's like not only gated behind like weekly but because it's archaeology it's gated behind like two weekly events like two weeks right yeah because it's it's not just like cast your mind and dig it's you have to talk to this dumb woman who, who runs the archaeology quest in legion who's like i'm only here every two weeks and it's like why? Why not every week? <laughs> Why are you here every two weeks? What other WoW mechanic is every two weeks? Uh, I'm pretty sure nothing. Like, absolutely nothing is every two weeks, right? Ab- there's no way. I'm going to have the next three weeks, I'm sorry, the next six weeks, where it's like, it's it's lined up perfectly. But the week after that, I've already done that one. So I have to wait another extra four weeks to finish this. Which is, it's it's so annoying, and I could have already beaten this, like, forever ago. But, here I am. Okay, I'm pretty upset about how many horde, how many max-leveled, geared-up main horde were absolutely destroying the PvP circuit in Battlegrounds. And the last week before Prefetch, every single BG I queued into, I was facing 600k health priests, warlocks druids death knights every single person i face was absolutely yoked to the fucking tens meanwhile 
the poor alliance teams, it was just the team of alts. Like, it was me and my druid with, like, 400k health. And the healers who had, like, 100k health. We just wanted to have fun and play a BT with our alts. And the horde is like, we're going to bring our mains and fuck you. <laughs> I lost, like, eight BTs in a row to just, like, the most muscled horde groups. And everyone was like, why are they all coming out now? And we were like, because everyone's bored with that pre-patch. Like, they have no choice but to cream us. I'm just thinking about playing as an ungeared healer during a battleground, and it sounds like an awful existence, because they already all target you. It was No, healers were getting decimated immediately. It sucked. It was bad. But, you know, it's better now. No corruption. I feel a little more even with other players. I can kill people now who don't stack versatility. So that's nice. That's all we can really ask for. All right, Amin, what about you? What did, what did you do in WoW this week? Well, I'll just really quickly run through what I did. I uh, camped out the elusive alpaca because I really wanted an alpaca mount, and I got that when I was like awake at like 4 a.m. after dropping Slide off at work, so I was like, oh, this, now's a good Ooh, time. Ooh, and it's time. a real like, beaut, too. Yeah, I love this thing. And it also made me think that I want to get those other ones because... There's another one that you get from a world boss that only spawns every few weeks. And there's another one that you get from doing like a 10 days in a row daily quest by feeding an alpaca somewhere. So that might be on my goal now to get those other two. But I have also just been continuing to do my Najatar dailies. I am now basically two out of three level 30 followers. I say basically because one of them is at like level 29 with only like 25 experience until dinging 30. And that's like what the equivalent of like a third of a quest. Mm -hmm. So it's like if I choose him as a follower, it's just a waste. So I just started leveling up my last one now. I also stole Slide's goal. (gasps) I definitely (laughs) thought you said stole his gold. I was like, he's going to kill you. Me gold. (laughs) I stole all the slides gold. No. <laughs> um, but I stole his goal of getting all the PvP vendor sets. So I, because I've been like stockpiling marks of honor, because like I don't didn't know what to do with them. Like this this is what you do with them. So I bought like, um, PV sets one through six, and yeah, I, I just need to start doing some more battlegrounds now to get some more. Marks of Honor. Um, in addition to that, I... Wait, so you're saying that we're going to do some BGs tonight? Because I'm fucking in, baby! Ooh, BGs! I haven't done one of them in actual months. I mean, it might be a good way to like learn our classes now with all these changes, so... The, the cooking brawl? People are just fighting in the fucking pumpkin patches. Like, people are just fighting. No objectives. <laughs> Blood Aaron, on the, the pumpkins! It's the best time. <laughs> Blumpkins. Mm. Ooh, there's one bathroom stall out there in the back for Blumpkins. <laughs> oh, I feel like a bloody Blumpkins probably not good, but no. Oh! Why is it gonna be no bloody? No. Oh, that you said blood me. in the pumpkin patch. You guys said it. I just put the things together, but. I'm just going to quickly get out of here and say that I also got 30 exalted reps. So I, I realized I was like at 29 and I realized that I was literally one 
world quest away from getting exalted with Velshra with the Dreamweavers, so I just went over there and did one world quest and then got exalted with them. Then I also, as I said earlier, geared up my rogue for some reason. Don't know why. She's like, she has her cape now. She's like, I level 425, so she's like up there. I, I she somehow became like my third highest character. And I think that's basically all I did in WoW this week. I mean, besides, like, then as soon as pre-patch hit, I, like, obviously brought all of my people to the barbershop, you know, Immune got a new haircut, dyed her hair blue, um, has jewelry all over her tail and head now. I mean, behind the item is off. Looking fine. Got a jewel-tailed. But, yeah, other than that, I'm just needing to actually learn how to play all of my classes now. I... I don't know. It feels weird without corruption. I mean, it's good for now because, like, then you can actually, as Slide said, do things on your alts without getting crushed. Um, and now I have some weird DPS dots and things associated with uh, my holy spec. I also might just straight up learn how to play disc now because I feel like I don't know. I saw all the mounts that you get from various things in Shadowlands, and like the mount that you get from getting keystones in season one is in anima themed elemental and i really want that so i was like maybe if i want to push 15 keys i should try learning disc i mean if that's the plan i guess i'm gonna play my fucking death knight because unholy death knight is looking real good in fucking uh dungeons unlike uh the fucking druids looking pretty bad I mean, I'm sure we can make anything work. I'll probably end up playing Holy anyways, because that's just what I do. Follow your heart, baby! And I'm gonna follow my heart right on into this week's sexiest NPC of the week, baby. There's nothing smoother than that segue, other than our sexiest NPC of the week recipient. And this week's sexiest NPC is Lawrence E. Kraft, honey. Uh, uh, I met this man somehow for the first time on the eve of BFA of BFA's death. I sat in line for his steamy romance novel book signing, and I was like, "Has he always been here?" And my Google search said, "Yes, he's been here since BFA launched." Waiting, catch up, bitch boy. Yeah, so if you didn't pick up on it by now, Lawrence E. Craft is the author of all of the steamy romance novels. Ooh, so that is actually he knows a thing or two about sex. True, this is drama. He is pretending to write all the other ones. Ooh, what you talking about? Ooh, girl, you okay? So this is just me reading the trivia section now. You can. Go and meet the authors of all of the other ones in Legion, but then they give up and they're like, you write them now. But this sultry, sassy bad boy is out here taking credit. Mm. He's a bad boy who needs to get punished. Wait, so you're telling me, did he write any of he, these sexy he wrote, romance novels? He wrote the one he signs. Wait, he he only wrote one of them? Yeah, he only wrote one of them. What do you mean? Who wrote the other ones? 
hold on. I'm opening up this hot, sexy Google search. I find he wrote all of these books. Who else wrote the other books? Mm. Ooh, you won't even believe it. Uh, the other books are written by... Oh, fuck. Okay, you're gonna have to cut a bunch of this out, but I'll get it eventually. Two hours later. Ooh, you know he's out here taking the work of Bill Spearshaker... And Francis Serbacon. Those are obviously his his fucking writer's names <laughs> to sell more books. <laughs> they're just his pen names. Well, pen they're name. also that's, his that's pen all. his pen uh, looks because I'm pretty sure the second guy's an orc. Okay, wait. I love I love under the Wowpedia category writers. Under C, Lawrence E. Kraft. Under R, Madeline Rue. (laughs) (laughs) Lawrence E. Kraft is on the same level as Madeline Rue, who apparently is also an NPC, just in Maldraxxus. They added her in Maldraxxus. Do you think this was one of her conditions to writing the book? I would hope so, because that is some strong negotiating girl, and I love it. I would, if I wrote a book for a while, I would actively tell them to get rid of NPCs. Honestly, come on. We <laughs> I'll, all write, I'll write you a whole novel, but you gotta get rid of Collector Togo or whatever. I'm not seeing enough proof. Lawrence E. Craft wrote every steamy romance novel, and that's the lore I'm sticking with. I'm gonna march up to him today, and I'm gonna have him recite every single line of every single book. Only a, every true author can do that. Either way, he knows something about sexy writing, and that makes him pretty sexy, right? Yeah. As far as I know, he's the only one who has a line of tantalizing women, and also a lot of men, who want to get their book signed by Lawrence E. Kraft's sexy little pinky fingers. (laughs) I just want to sit there in line... Have him look up and focus on me with his one monocled eye and say, ooh, that person's going to go give me 78 silver. But like, I truly do love the fact that I found him on the absolute last day of the PFA patch. And he signed my book and he said, a true fan. What a delight. You must be in a daze to meet me. Do not worry, your little precious head. I'm just a regular adventurer like yourself. Except I am an unbelievably wealthy, award-winning author whose fans cross oceans for even the chance to meet me. Here is your book. I'm sure you will cherish it. And cherish it I did. Into my bank it went. And it's the very first slot I see when I open my bank. <laughs> Number one, baby. Newly cleaned out bank. Nice and ready to insert Lawrence E. Craft's steamy novel. Oof. Please write that pen all over my body. Tickle your feather over my body. Ink me. I hope he trips in a mud puddle. Theft is a serious crime, Lawrence. 
Come on, dude. He's he's outside scribes and nobles. You know he's the real deal. And even if he isn't the real deal, you know we like us a bad boy. Because he's a sexy human on those monster races out there. Oh god, bringing it back. He was originally named Sam C. Langhorn during early Alpha. But then they renamed him based off of the Blizzard employee who writes all of the in-game novels. Wait, is that really what happened? Yeah. Oh, that's great. It's I I thought I seen wait, is that on Wildwiki? Because uh, it's not on. Because while while Gamepedia doesn't have that trivia fact, uh, yep, he is in reference to senior game designer Jonathan LeCraft, who has written all of the novels. That's way. That's way cooler. That's way fucking better than Sam C. Langhorn. Congrats, WoW developer writer. You've earned yourself. The sexiest NPC award of the week. We ah. better see it in your office when we get that tour for BlizzCon line. Who do you guys want to hold the computer for us as we are personally carried on our Blizzard tour during BlizzCon line? Are you kidding me? Is there no other answer than Ian has a cosis? I want Ian to hold all three of us as we sexily moan through the halls of Blizzcon, <laughs> California. <laughs> oh. Is that is that Duratan? Uh. Boys, oh my god, stop it's it. a Lady Jaina <laughs> statue. Oh. Boys, this is a this is a serious honor. Please calm down. Is that a random sexy trash can? <laughs> We're honoring it the only way we know how to. Steve Denuser? Oh, daddy. But actually, Steve Denuser's a daddy. I'm sure, I was going to say, I'm sure a lot of them are fathers. Okay, wow. Poor Steve. Leave Stevie alone. Your kid is an interesting Steve. <laughs> Can you imagine if we gave Steve the Newser a sexiest NPC? I mean, he's not NPC. He's a PC, right? So, like, that's breaking the rules. Yeah, he's a fucking PC lib. Let us no, say he's, things no, he's a on the, Let us say things on the board, Steve. I want to use my slurs. Can you believe that Donald Trump is hosting a fucking town hall during Biden's town hall on purpose to steal viewership? Are you kidding me? What a petty bitch. And can we also preface this by saying that the only reason why Biden had a town hall to begin with is because Trump refused to debate Biden via Zoom when he was positive for COVID. I repeat, if you're voting for Donald Trump this election, you can fuck off. Yeah, we're going to we're going to say a lot of stuff you're not going to agree with. Yeah, I mean, we probably have this entire time because we've been pretty frank about who we are as people, so Anyway, uh, MAGA, make Azeroth gay gay again. Here we go go. to our top two bottom boot, middleest moot. Aaron, you can go. Uh, This week I got a unicorn. I mean... What is that? Is that a medium moot, bottom boot? (laughs) My top toot of the week is that randomly doing dailies i turned some points into the dream weavers and got the wild dream runner the magical unicorn that people were really jonesing for i was like oh wow so, that's cool so i will say 
me making that comment a few episodes ago did not jinx you. You continue to have luck beyond anyone deserves for these mounts that you don't care about. Well, this one I will care about eventually because it does fly as of mm. Shadowlands. Yeah, I was going to say as of like pre-patch, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. I cannot believe you continue to get all these mounts you're not going to ride. I am sitting far from a microphone because I know I'm going to yell, you are the Mount King of this expansion. I'll use it, Blizzard. Please give it to me. I'll see you all running wild come the release of the expansion. No! God, kill me! Immune. I'll be sobbing in a corner. <laughs> Immune, what is your TTBBMM? Well, I have a bottom boot this Ooh. week. Womp womp. Auga. Wait, no. <laughs> Auga. What is boat day? When is boat day? I'll Google it while you Fucking tell your immune, story. Immune's got to come out for boat day this year so we can see what his boat looks like. Oh, then I can finally have an auga of my own. But anyways, this week, I have a bottom boot. And as I said earlier in the week, I'm pissed off that I cannot change the color of my eyes. That's all. That's fair. That's that's fair. Um, also, <laughs> apparently, the Thousand Boat Bash Micro Holiday is from June 6th to June 8th. I don't know what we were doing this year, but very clearly, did we miss it? Or did it happen? And that feels so long ago that... We just forgot about it. Wow. We totally just missed that shit. Wow. We fucked. I feel like, well, I was about to say, are we closer to the next one than we are from the one that happened? But no. I think we're, I think we're like, we're approaching. In the middle almost. Wow. Well, fuck us, I guess. I mean, maybe if you guys continue to listen, we'll finally have a review of what I think of my boat. Hmm. Unless we forget again. And this is our long con of keeping listeners. I mean, it's our long con, but I don't know if we're keeping listeners. We only lose listeners. But, Slide Whistle, what is your TTBBMM? I've also got a bottom boot. Oh no, double boots. Fuck, absolutely fuck the Blizzard Gear Store. Because they gave the power to run the gear store to fucking Fanatics, who is apparently a horrible vendor. An absolutely horrible vendor. Blizzard really is a fan of handing over power to to sketch companies. I'm just thinking about the BlizzCon ticket 2019 all over again. Ugh. I pre-ordered. The Shadowlands Collector's Edition, so long ago. It Honestly, it's kind of funny. It might be the exact date of the Thousand Boat Bash. Looking at my emails, it's pretty close to this date. It was so long ago that we were living at our old place still, so it was a long time ago. So I, I ordered the Big Boy Edition that comes with the little book and the little pins and all that little stuff. And I checked Twitter and I check Reddit and Facebook, and every single person is getting their CE edition mailed to their home and their beautiful, big, shiny box. And I'm like, well, surely mine's coming. And I check my shipping, and it says pending. 
I check Reddit, and everybody who ordered from the Blizzard Gear store, theirs is also pending. Because they they very recently switched to Fanatics, and Fanatics is like, we run all of the college game stores for all the college football people and basketball folk who like rooting for their team. And apparently, they're just really shitty at running their company. Because Fanatics did not get the notice that these were to ship out by October 13th. Because Amazon, Target, GameStop, etc., etc. all got their CE editions while ours are pending. So I submitted a request and it said, uh, Per our policy, it says that it'll be shipped by December 2020. And I'm like, what? Everyone else is getting their shit. Why is the f- apparently the first party edition being delayed until question mark question mark question mark so this is the official one right right because fanatics runs blizzard's first party gear store for everything now honestly that's a huge fuck up it's 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 like it's weird like why would you allow other vendors to release their stock early when you the purveyor of the stock who owns all of the stock can't release your shit at the same time so i sent an email they were like it'll be sent by december 2020 and i'm like well if everyone's getting theirs i want mine and of course somehow the one good thing gamestop has to offer gamestop all of a sudden got stock for their ce edition so i got I literally canceled my Fanatics Blizzard Gear Store item, which would go directly to Blizzard? Question mark. I, I, I mean, like, I guess I don't know how that works, but it's their first party vendor. And I was like, cancel. I'm buying from GameStop. And I bought from GameStop. The one good thing GameStop has given any fucking PC gamer <laughs> in the world, they gave it to me as a, and it was cheaper. It was like 10 bucks cheaper than Blizzard Store. And I'm like, this makes zero sense on so many fronts. No sense was made. Well, technically, from not from me, because I canceled my order, bitch. No sense. Ah. Ah. So, shout out to GameStop. Their first shout out ever, probably, in the universe. Maybe this will make Maybe up for last. them forcing employees to work during the early parts of the quarantine. Ugh, I forgot about that. No, it won't. They're, Slide was sold. They're an essential store. They sell iPhone chargers. They need to be open. So dumb. But you know what? I think I would rather get my money to GameStop than the fucking Fanatic store. What the hell are they doing? It's ridiculous. So that's my bottom boot slash, I don't know, I'll throw in a top two for GameStop for giving me my CE edition that'll be here in three days. That's wild. Wild seed. Alright, well, with that, we gotta get out of here. I gotta pee so bad, like every podcast, and man, I am trashed. So if you have any comments, questions, complaints, if you want to review us to make us get more fucking drunk, uh, we'll take a shot for your reviews wherever they are posted. Either on iTunes or on Warcraft Radio slash podcast hyphen directory. Ooh, nailed it. You can email us at do not relentpod at gmail.com or tweet at us at do not relentpod. What about you guys? Where can they find you on the internet? 
You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big A Cheesy on Twitter, and you can read our literary musings at Do Not Relent.LiveJournal.com. We'll see you guys next week. And before we go, I have some fun wildhead comments from 2017 about the Thousand Boat Bash. Guru Mad says, This is the most useless thing in the game. And directly under him, Moon Eater 72 says, I think this is by far the most fun micro holiday they've ever <laughs> added to the game. Oh, wowhead comments. They never cease to amaze me. So keep your eyes peeled for the Thousand Volt Bash of 2021, which we will not miss. We'll catch you guys next week. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. <laughs>